Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. I'm your host, Rich Cardona. If you are a new entrepreneur or you are an aspiring entrepreneur, you're in the right place. On Mondays and Fridays, I'm gonna be giving you the lessons I've learned and hopefully documenting the journey so you could avoid some of the landmines that are out there. On Wednesdays, you're gonna have industry leaders, experts, and influencers sharing their best possible knowledge, just like my previous guest, Dory Clark, uh, when she came on about the long game, which is how to have long-term thinking in a short-term world, okay? so. What I wanted to cover was something that she hit on, and it was no asks for a year. Now, before we get into what that actually means, we have to give you a little bit of context for the discussion, and that was networking. Now, whether it's in our personal lives or professional lives, whether we're getting a divorce, we're getting a new job, or we want out of these things, whatever it is, we usually fall on this fall into this place where we want to expand our network, okay? Naturally, some of our most immediate relationships are determined by the frequency in which we see these people, which is obviously easy when you have work friends, you know, over all the time, or when your significant other's friends are over and you share all these things, whether it's in-laws as well, like all these different things. Now, you need to expand your network. Now, when you are intentionally networking, you know, of course, uh, you are trying to meet new people. And in, if you are a short-term networker, you are just looking to network so someone could get you something. And that shit is old, okay? All you have to do is be on LinkedIn for just a little while, you make a connection, and then you're gonna get a DM of someone pitching you what it is they want, okay? And you never want that. You, you don't want that feeling, you know, you don't wanna be on the receiving side, and you also don't wanna deliver that. Now, the reason that's problematic is because it's all about you from the very beginning, okay? If you try to cover it on the veil of establishing a friendship or relationship, then that person is just not gonna trust you. Now, what can this do for your trustworthiness, your credibility, your reputation? Not a lot of good things. So one strategy you can do is, you know, to intentionally network, but not necessarily be strategic about it. If you know people in your industry, if you know people you want to make friends with, if you have hobbies in which you want to start to get to know people, you know, who do those things so you could learn about it. Okay, that's fine. But commit to this one principle and it may make a difference. And I'm going to let Dory tell you about it right here. For me, one of the most dangerous aspects of networking is if you are connecting with someone and if you are doing it in earnest, and if that person is kind of a high profile person, it is not unlikely that they are deluged with asks from a lot of takers, from a lot of people that want things from them. It is really important for the long-term success of your connection that you not be viewed as one of those people. And so, I think one of the best ways that you can just totally steer clear of it, like don't don't let them think that and don't you even get it into the subconscious recesses of your head to go there is just to say no asks for a year. That way, by the time you do potentially ask for something in the future, you will actually legitimately be friends with that person. And then it's not some weird ask. Then it's it's just something that friends do for each other. But you know, we've all experienced this. If you meet someone and then like two days later that, you know, they've, they've apparently spent the past 48 hours going through your LinkedIn feed and being like, Oh, I see, you know, so-and-so can you introduce us? You're just like, Oh God. Okay. I didn't really think that was what you were after, but now I understand. And you're really never going to trust that person again. Now, clearly she didn't like that feeling she hates that feeling and it's like the jig is up, dude. Like people know uh, immediately when you've kind of, you know, have some ruse and you're just trying to cover it up with the fact that you're actually trying to 
legitimately make a friendship or anything along those lines. So the no ask for a year is clearly, clearly a great practice. But I want to tell you how I used to do that. And I didn't actually know I was doing it and why it's worked for me. So in the beginning, when I was doing work for Claude Silver and I was making content for her, I was just making content. I was starting to make content for myself and I would just get approached. Uh, I would just get approached by people asking me, you know, who does that for you or how do you find the time? And the questions started to happen. Okay, now look, I, I was an aspiring business owner at this point. Oh, I was committed to starting a business. I just didn't have a business yet. So I started getting a lot of the questions. Now, part of it was, you know, my being pretty naive to the fact that I could have started charging immediately for consultations or for filmings, but instead I just wanted to get to know the people. There was no pressure on my side. There was no pressure on their side. They were being inquisitive. And next thing I know, we were formulating friendships. Now, as we formulated these friendships, it actually expanded my network further because they would tell other people about me. And this is how it works, I'm telling you. So if you go in, and I understand if you have financial constraints, you may have to have a side hustle, or this is the thing that may keep you at your job a little bit longer than you want. Or if you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, making friends you know, in other areas or other industries or that have to do with your hobbies is going to be a good way to kind of not only plan your exit, but have kind of a bedrock of people that you can associate with. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's been a few months or a year. And then of course you could have some of the bigger quote unquote asks. Okay. So that being said, for me personally, I just took things really slow. I just made a commitment to have as many conversations as I could during a day and it was exhausting, but I was all over LinkedIn. I was all over social media. I was just meeting people in different forums, different Facebook groups and LinkedIn, just, just people who I knew I had similar interests with, but that I couldn't necessarily get anything from at the time because I didn't need anything at the time. I was just literally like exploring this next chapter of my life. And that ended up working out to fruition. Okay. It has now been about three years since I've been doing that. And I have my name thrown around so many different ways, word of mouth referrals, recommendations, Rich, can you speak on this panel, getting invited to speak and all these different things where three years ago, I wasn't an expert in podcasting. I wasn't an expert in LinkedIn. I wasn't an expert in video content or content creation as a whole. So that altruism or that good intent, that actual good intent in building these relationships is what kind of sealed the deal. You know, having a longstanding relationship and seeing it through and not having any asks for a year doesn't mean you can't get asked, by the way. It doesn't mean you can't get asked for things. And if you're okay with that, then absolutely go for it. Knock yourself out. Uh, and that's obviously going to work in your favor. But sticking around for the friendship, taking an interest, knowing, you know, these people's the names of their their husbands and their wives or their kids or their hobbies or texting them once in a while, be like, did you see the Pats? Uh, they looked awful the other day. Whatever, whatever it is. These small little, you know, just kind of check-ins, these small little updates, commenting on their social media, going to that spin class or going to that running group is just going to start growing these friendships, okay? And you need to plant the roots before you do anything that's just strictly has to do with you. And now here we are, like I said, and it has worked in my favor. Now, there have been times where I have worked my way up to something and I, after I got what I needed, I kind of didn't talk to them for a few weeks and that's a loss on me and I don't want you to make that mistake. Okay, that's a loss because then that person feels like, dude, all that time was invested just so you could get that one thing. And yeah, that's that's actually something that I've done accidentally and I've rectified them, but you know, that probably was in a podcast guest uh, context where I was just really trying to nail this, get to this really, really top guest and I finally got them and then I had to move on to the next. So the person that helped me out on the way up there 
I was kind of left by the wayside and I had to fix that. But anyway, don't make that mistake, okay? So no ask for a year. And if you don't have any ask for a year and then you do ask after a year and then everything's still going well and these people do help you, don't freaking just like take off like a bat out of hell after you got what you wanted because that is uh, probably a cardinal sin that you don't want to make as well. So no asks for a year. Be intentional, but don't be strategic, okay? Don't just kind of leave the breadcrumbs of what you want. The best thing you can do is just not have a want. The want is actual connection. These relationships are going to just really be the thing that accelerate, you know, your recovery, your business growth, your mindset shift, or just you getting closer to your goals faster than you would have alone. And that's what matters in this whole thing. So we'll wrap it there. Now, look, uh, this podcast is nearing 200 episodes. And after episode 100, we started making a bulletproof blueprint of our processes and systems when it came to podcast production. And we've just kind of put that thing on steroids into a full podcast production A to Z offer. Okay. I've looked around at every single competitor and there's a lot of people who would do things similar to what we do, but not like we do. So of course we're going to make social media clips. Of course, we're going to set up your hosting site. Of course, we're going to set up your recording. Of course, we're going to get you the gear and send it to you and give you video walkthroughs of how to do it. Of course, we're going to help you get booked to be a guest on podcasts. Okay. And we're going to help you find the right people to have on your podcast. We're going to distribute your social media content so you don't have to do any of that. But the whole thing is this, all these other people, I don't see them with a successful podcast. I am not an influencer. I'm not even a micro influencer, but you asked me a question and that is, how do you get in front of Gary V, Rich? How do you get in front of Andy Frisella? How do you get it in front of Cindy Eckert? How do you get it in front of Dory Clark? I have a very systematic approach to these things and I can help you leverage that if you are a business coach or if you're in a mastermind or you're, if you're a mastermind host. That is who I want to serve because a lot of you, Facebook ads are going down the toilet, by the way. So it's like, you know, what is what do you want people to see? Your ad or your social media content, which is a minute, or do you want an engaged audience who's gonna be able to spend uh, you know, half hour at a time with you engaged on while they're at the gym or driving to work or going to get their kids, okay? If your message isn't getting out and you need lead generation and you're bleeding money and you need to make money, the only way you're gonna do that is by using a podcast and Obviously, you don't have the time to do it yourself, and that's what we're going to do, but you're going to use a podcast to really build out that engaged audience and keep them connected to you and learning from you and trusting you. So if you are interested in that service, full A to Z podcast production, from ideation phase to pre-production to production, post-production, and all that stuff, okay, we have your back. You could email info at richcardonamedia.com. Please let our team know if you heard about it from the Leadership Locker itself, and that is all I got. I hope you all have a good day. We'll see you next time.